Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1812, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, if you want to know more about me and my background and my credentials and why I call myself Dr. Neil, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from July 1st. That's where I went to more details about all of that. I don't want to talk about my background and my credentials on every single Friday Q&A episode, so I'm only doing it once a month now. Oh, and I'll talk about how you can send me your questions because there are many options to do that at the end of today's episode. So with that, Let's get right to it and hear today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Timothy writes, Hey, Dr. Neil, I saw a nutritionist and she calculated my macros. I've been following them religiously with excellent results. I'm on a very high carb, high protein ratio. I'm extremely active. Unfortunately, I got sick last week and have been recovering from pneumonia since then. I still am staying active, but not as much as usual. My question is, should I change my diet during this time? Will this take me off track? Or should I stick to the same calorie and macros ratios? Should my diet change when I'm sick? Thanks. I'm so sorry to hear you were recently diagnosed with pneumonia, Timothy. I've had pneumonia myself, and it's not something to take lightly. It sounds like you're on the mend, which is fantastic news. Now, when it comes to nutrition and healing, there are definitely some dietary recommendations that may help speed up recovery. But before we get to that, I want to be sure that we understand what pneumonia actually is. According to the World Health Organization, pneumonia is an infection that occurs in the lungs. Now, the lungs are made up of lots of different types of cells and structures. If you were to shrink down into a miniature version of yourself and travel down your own airway and follow the path down to the deepest part of the lungs, you'd find these tiny little structures called alveoli. These alveoli kind of look like grapes attached to a vine. So these alveoli that look like grapes on a vine are really important because they help transfer oxygen from the air we breathe into the bloodstream. The bloodstream then carries that oxygen to the rest of the body, the brain, our organs, our muscles. You get the idea. Now, in the case of pneumonia, these alveoli are filled with fluid. Now that's not good because that fluid blocks the transfer of oxygen into the bloodstream and the fluid can lead to pain with each breath. 
Now, pneumonia can be caused by a number of different things, bacteria, viruses, even fungi. Luckily, in most cases of pneumonia, it can be treated with antibiotics and then it goes away. But sometimes, even with antibiotics, the healing process can be really slow. So consuming the right foods can definitely help with recovery, especially if you're trying to stay even moderately active while you heal. In fact, the same nutrition recommendations that I'm about to share can be applied to most other illnesses, something like a cold, the flu, and even for those possibly recovering from COVID. So, without further ado, here are my nutrition recommendations. First, you mentioned that you and your nutritionist have been focusing on counting your macros. Ensuring that you get adequate amounts of the three macronutrients, so carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, is definitely important. Food sources for each of those should be nutrient-dense, so in the case of carbohydrates, they should ideally consist of mostly whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. And then as far as the other two macronutrients, lean proteins and heart-healthy fats would be ideal. But I'm sure your nutritionist discussed all of this already. Now, if you're wondering which macronutrient would be the highest priority when you're recovering from an infection or illness like pneumonia, I would say protein. So be sure you're getting at least 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram body weight each day. And of course, drink plenty of fluids. Make sure that you're adequately hydrated. You'll know you're adequately hydrated when your urine color is a light yellow color. Next, we need to think about your micronutrient intakes. That's just me trying to sound fancy. I'm basically talking about your vitamin and mineral intake. Earlier this week, we talked about the importance of vitamin D, for example. I mentioned that vitamin D helps make sure the body's immune system is working optimally. So that's one micronutrient you wanna be sure you're getting enough of. The unfortunate reality with vitamin D is that you don't really find high amounts of it in foods. So exposing the skin to sunlight is often the best way to make sure your body produces enough vitamin D. Or talk to your healthcare provider about taking a supplement. All right, so that's one micronutrient to consider. Next, some more vitamins. Vitamins A and C specifically. Like vitamin D, vitamins A and C help the immune system to function at its best. Now, there's no need to megadose on these vitamins. Instead, it's just important to make sure that you're getting enough each day ideally through your diet. An easy way to find foods high in vitamin A would be orange fruits and vegetables. So we're talking about carrots, sweet potatoes, cantaloupe, mangoes. These are all good sources of vitamin A. Ironically though, oranges aren't high in vitamin A. So they're kind of an exception to the rule. But oranges are high in the other immune boosting vitamin, vitamin C. Vitamin C is actually commonly found in foods that are also high in vitamin A but you can of course find vitamin C in green leafy vegetables and other citrus fruits. Next, a mineral, zinc. Like vitamins A, C, and D, zinc helps, you guessed it, the immune system perform at its best. Zinc is particularly helpful when we're recovering from illness. Again, no need to go overboard here. Zinc, like most minerals, can be toxic to the body in high quantities. So only take a zinc supplement if your healthcare provider says you should. Otherwise, most protein sources, animal or plant-based, are good sources of zinc. The last thing I'll mention is that if you are taking antibiotics, consider consuming probiotic-rich foods after you've finished your course of antibiotics. This is because antibiotics are great at doing their job, killing bacteria, but antibiotics don't know which bacteria in the body are good or bad. 
they just kill bacteria. So that means antibiotics will likely kill off some of the good bacteria in our intestines. We want to try and restore those good bacteria as soon as we can. So after you've finished your course of antibiotics, think about consuming some probiotic-rich foods regularly, like yogurt and kefir. I wish you a speedy recovery, Timothy. And again, thank you for taking the time to email your question. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, send one in. You can email one directly to health at oldpodcast.com. If you want to send in an audio question, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask to record from your computer. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is country code 1-61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. That's 1-614-568-568. 3643. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.